The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey, I'm Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Yo, what is up? It is your boy, Johnny Mags, back at you once again for another edition of the All Angels Podcast. I am joined, as always, with Dan Garcia. And welcome back. We uh, hope to bring you better auto quality this time. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird the way we set it up. We don't have any way of listening to it, I guess, until after we're done. And then if you put like an hour or something into it and you hear it, you're like, well, let's just see if we can make it better. Hopefully we got everything we need situated and figured out but we again we probably won't know until afterwards hopefully it's all good but anyway before we get going we got a whole show going uh ready for you guys obviously we're going to go through our usual segments but before we get going we want to get a quick word from our sponsor since we've been since we started the show i get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with and i don't always know what's going who what's going on or who's going to win but what I do know is where to go, and my answer is my bookie. Between their live in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports wagers, there's something for everyone. With the best players perk in the sportsbook business, they've been good to us, and we know they'll be good to you. They're hooking up our listeners all month. Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code ANGELS when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus. Laying down $100, you've now got an extra $50 in play. That's mybookie.ag. That's M-I-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G, promo code ANGELS. You play, you win, and you get paid. So check out my bookie. So a good week in Angels baseball after the last couple of weeks weren't also right. good. So this this week was actually pretty good. It does help that we play the Royals. Yep. Uh, the Blue Jays weren't a, weren't a bad team. They're a decent team. They went into the series pitching, better than us. I would say the pitching was what really helped them. Um I kind of mentioned it to you before the the Stroman game on on what, what was it Wednesday night? Yeah, um, dude is like one in four with a one point seven something ERA. I was like, that seems weird. And then you're like, oh, so much for that ERA. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Ballooned. It, it ballooned all the way up to two point two after he gave like five against the Angels. So <laughs> their pitching is what helped, and and it's cool to see the Angels kind of produce runs against a good pitching staff like that. But we'll get to more into detail as we uh, go on. It was cool that they were able to get to him. So we'll we'll get into that game later. But let's start off the day that we recorded. The Angels had a game against the Yankees. It was um, the finale. No, 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 not the finale. Not the finale. Nope. It was. Uh, uh, the- was Second it Thursday night? Or was it, it was, no, it was Wednesday night. Wednesday night. That's right. The twenty fourth. So this was a game where the Angels went with the opener, and it was Cam Bedrosian. He had, he pitched one inning, only it struck out two, 
And then the follower is what they're calling him on TV. At okay, least good. At, yeah, because I didn't know what to call the second guy. So that that's good. We'll just call him the follower. That's fine. The follower. The follower was Felix Pena. He went five innings, one earned run, eight strikeouts. The uh, Simba got the Angels going on the board early with two solo home runs off CC Sabathia. Simmons now coming to the plate. Angelton Simmons launching one out to left center field, jumping on that first pitch, and that is gone. Big fly for Simba gives the Angels the early 1-0 lead. And this one is hit well down the left field side. That ball's carrying down in the corner. It's out of here. Simmons got him again. Second home run of the night for him. Third of the season. 2-0 Angels. So there was two solo home runs off CeCe Sabathia. Cole Calhoun hits a three-run uh, three um, shot to put the Angels ahead. 5 nothing going into the sixth inning, and then the Yankees started to chip away. In the seventh, Luis Garcia struggles, and the Yanks tie it after the Angels were up 5 to nothing. Uh, Trout and Simba, however, made a, uh, what you call it, unorthodox double play. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, the, was it the hidden ball trick? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was clever. Uh, Simmons has always been known for his defensive skills way more than – you know, pretty much anything else. His offense is obviously coming around the last few years, but um, since the day they traded for him, he's always been known as a great, smart defensive player. And and there's a couple times this week, um, if you watched the game last yeah. night, that it, it showed. It showed a lot, and but it definitely showed this game with the hidden ball trick. He gets the, he gets the uh, just a typical throw in from Trout. No big deal. Um, Which you got to remember though, before that the catch that Trout made in center field, right. running mm-hmm. that ball down was yeah. amazing. So and then. Simmons gets the ball, just kind of nonchalantly walks back to the base. And I forgot who was on second, just didn't realize that he still had the ball. And he kind of shifted. He put, I think it was like his left foot was on. So he, he took that off to put his right one on. Yeah. And then Simmons still was able to, was, it was funny though too, because if you look at the replay, uh, Simmons is looking down at his feet the whole time when yeah. he has the ball. So he knows exactly when to, to, to put the tag on. And everyone kind of looked around like, what was going on? They went yeah. to review it. It showed that both feet were off the base during his little transition, yeah. and that was a great, smart play for, for yeah, Simmons. Yeah, you could see, you could see like space between the foot and the bag, and then the other foot was already on the ground. So it was a great play. But the Yankees took the lead in the ninth, and the Yankees won six to five. So that was kind of yeah, that was just kind of disappointing because you think five with, nothing. Yeah, with a lead like that, you would hope that they were able to hold it. You know, stuff happens, I guess. But I, I think every kind of team is going to go through something like that throughout the year. But you just would like it not to be against a team like the Yankees. Yeah, so heading into Thursday's game on the 25th, the Angels were trying to avoid the sweep because... Yeah, that was a big, big yeah, deal. Yeah, and then we're getting swept by Texas before that. or Was it Texas? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. Texas, right? So Cahill took the hill. He only went four, gave up six hits, four in runs. What I didn't like more than anything was the four walks and four innings. That's a walk per inning. Mm-hmm. Uh, only striking out two. The Yankees took a early four to nothing lead into the fifth when Lestella goes yard for the Angels. Town of Lestella, tonight's third baseman coming up two two. That's out toward right center field, towering shot chasing Kaufman back at the wall, gone. Big fly for Town of Lestella. Two run shot of the Angels around the board. It's four to two New York. So he got on, got him on the board as you heard Victor Rojas there four to two. Then Ren Hifo made his debut, made his debut, and game. got his first major league hit. Uh, and then that was followed up by a Cole Calhoun two run shot. So a pair of two run home runs in the inning got the Angels tied up at four with the Yankees. Uh, and then in the sixth, the Angels took a lead for good. Fletcher had five RBIs in the game. The Angels win eleven to five. They avoid the sweep. Angel, it was good to see them finally kind of 
start scoring. And it was funny though too because the reason why, or I guess the main reason why we did the podcast last week on Wednesday, because I was in the movie theater when this game was going on. So, and I get updates when scores happen, picture changes. So my phone's going crazy the whole time during the movie. I'm just trying to think like the worst possible scenarios going on and this and that. And but it was good to kind of get out of the movie theater and see the score what it was. Um, looking back at it, it was kind of weird though. You look at the Angels had 11 runs off of nine hits. Mm-hmm. They're able to work seven walks, which, as uh, as you know, as fans, it might not be the best looking way to, to have an approach, but it definitely pays off. And I think I saw a stat somewhere where um, the Angels' offense has maybe like the third or fourth least amount of strikeouts in baseball, with everyone striking out at a crazy amount. It's kind of cool to see that they're 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 putting the ball in play, and offensively, that's what you want. You know, sometimes you'll hit it super hard and it'll be right at a guy, and there's nothing you can do about it, but at least you're making some kind of contact with it. They're not striking out a ton, which is great. Um, you kind of hope, and I think maybe now with the Toronto series and the end of in the KC series, that maybe some of those hits are now going to start falling into play and you can start putting two, three hits back to back. But the fact that they're able to get seven walks and not just um, put themselves in a bad position offensively by being down 0-2 or being able to work back and, and get walks is definitely a benefit um, going forward in, into this long season that we just started. Yeah. So, good win there. They avoid the sweep. And then they headed off to Kansas City for a series against the Royals. This game, Skaggs got the start. This was his first game back from re- in his return from the IL. Short little stint. I think he only missed one start, maybe. Yeah, he, I mean, he he was on the IL the minimum amount. He was only yeah. on there for 10 days. So. Yeah, he went five innings, gave up three hits, no one runs, three walks, five Ks. The Angels jumped ahead early on a Pujols two-run home run, passing Lou Gehrig on the RBI list. The Angels tack on a few more runs, and that's all they would need as they uh, they got the easy win. And in this game, Cole Calhoun also had a solo shot. Cole looks one out to right field. Solaire moving back onto the track. That is gone. Big fly for Cole Calhoun. Five nothing Angels. All speed pitch changeup using his hands. That's the important thing for Cole is using those hands, free and easy, and drives that one well out. And so there's not much to say about this game. It was kind of like an easy, kind yeah, of cruisy you were, you victory, were, you right? You weren't really necessarily like you. You heard the 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 sound. It put him up five zero. So you weren't really worried about that. But um, Cole, I think you know. Three home runs in three games for a guy that struggled tremendously last year. Um, his average isn't where you want it to be, obviously, but at least this year, um, power number wise, I mean, this time last year he was batting a one sixty or one sixty five with one home run one and ten run. one home run and ten RBIs. At least now this time, like I said, his his batting average is barely over two hundred, um, but his slugging is at four sixty nine, uh, eight home runs and eighteen RBIs. So it's kind of with Cole, it's almost like a, a all or nothing kind of yeah. thing with him right now, which hopefully he can get better at it, but you'll definitely take this coal over the coal you had this time last year. Absolutely. So they pick up the win there. We hit in a Saturday's game in Kansas City, and this one was a tough one. It was an opener game again. Cameron Rosian got the start. He went one inning. Only, he walked one. He got no strikeouts, no runs. But, you know, the follower was Berea, and he pitched one and two-thirds. He gave up ten hits, seven earned runs. Berea struggled, to say the least, man. The Halos... However, did they did jump ahead early on a uh, Trout RBI double. Uh, the Royals were just finding the holes. They just yeah. – the Angels couldn't get out. And I don't know how much it was uh, on Jaime's part, but it was really cold. If you watch that game – Yeah, it was freezing. Everyone was, like, bundled up, like, yeah. ski mask, mm-hmm. eyes is the only thing coming out. So, as a pitcher, I'm sure that's not exactly the best situation to put yourself in. But um, 
yeah, it was not a pretty game for him, not even getting through two innings. Mm-hmm. And with the closer, you know, it's a good idea, but if that follower doesn't go like five innings, four or five innings, then you kind of put yourself back and yeah, make it, uh, by default, make a it a bullpen, bullpen game. game. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess there's some good things, there's some bad things with the opener, but that's definitely one of the things where um, if it doesn't work out the way you want it to, you, you kind of put yourself behind that eight ball. Yeah. Uh, the Royals, or the Angels cut the lead to seven and four, but that's as close as they would get, and they would eventually lose nine and four. So that was a tough one. That's a game you don't need. It was just. It is what it is. You you wish to sweep the series against a team like the Royals, but they squeaked one out. Nah, not squeaked one out. They got the Angels pretty good. Uh, nine and four again. The loss here for the Angels. They head into Sunday's game. This was a game where Matt Harvey was going to take the took the hill. Uh, he pitched seven innings, only gave up two hits on one earned run, three walks, five strikeouts. He pitched well, getting through seven. First pitcher this year to get through seven, yeah. which was something that the Angels desperately needed. The Angels. Get ahead early on a two RBI double by Pujols in the first, passing Bonds on the RBI list. And then in the ninth, the Angels stack on three more on a Justin Bohr bomb. Now the payoff. Bohr drives one out to deep right field, a no-doubter. Big fly for Justin Bohr, a three-run shot. 7-2 Angels. And when he crushes them, he crushes them. But uh, story of the game for me again is uh, Harvey going seven. Yeah, Harvey going seven, one earned run. Uh, 95 pitches, definitely what you want from a starting pitcher, um, especially when you put when you put it in perspective where what the game that Jaime had the day yeah. before, and your bullpen already being used a bunch for that game. For the fact that he can come out and pitch seven um, was huge, 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 huge for for the team. And going into the next day was an off day too, so yeah. so a lot of those bullpen guys that might have been yeah might have been getting work a lot for the high mate start now can get an extra day of rest and um you know 95 pitches uh you know you'll take that every time not even touching 100 so one um, run one run not even that taxing but again the first pitcher uh this season for the angels to um to get through seven innings that's awesome take that every day so like you said off day on monday they were back at the big a on tuesday against the jays Griffin Canning's major league debut, highly anticipated. Griffin went four and a third, four hits, three and runs, one walk. He had six strikeouts, five of them consecutively. This was a game where it was Vlad Jr. versus Griffin Canning. How excited were you to see Griffin Canning on the mound? I was excited to see it. I thought it would happen later this year, but with some of the struggles, some of the pitchers have had um, injuries, kind of putting some other guys you know, on the IL longer than I'm guessing they expected. Um, you know, it was great to see him out there. Great to see him at home for everyone who doesn't know. He's a he's a hometown kid mm-hmm. yeah. that um, went to uh, Rancho Santa Margarita and then to UCLA. So um, they showed it a couple of times on on the TV that they had a suite rented out, and you could tell it was a bunch oh, of his family cool. and yeah. friends and stuff like that. So that's really cool for him. Um, you know, so it, it, like you said, it was kind of Vladdy Jr. versus Griffin Canning. And, and from what I was able to tell – um, you know, when Vladdy got introduced that first time as at, as at bat, um, it was a nice little pop for him, yeah. nice little mm-hmm. um, applause, which is cool. Um, you know, obviously his dad being who he is. And I thought it was even cooler, too, that if you paid attention to either the pregame because they talked about a pregame or on any of the Angels' social media or stuff like that, they were talking about um, 
senior, uh, Vlad Guerrero senior, him not being there and the reasons why, just like it's his time. I have to step back now because now he's a major league baseball player and I don't want to take in this. I thought that was really cool. Just yeah. the awareness to be like, you know what? I don't want it to be about me. I want yeah. him to uh, flourish. I want him to, you know, be his own person. I thought that was really cool when that was coming out, you know, a little bit before the game started. That video that Vlad Sr. did right. for Vlad Jr. was. Man, that was cool. Huh? That was really cool. Tissues. Tissues. That was cool. That, that's something that, you, I mean, you don't really see a whole lot when you have, you know, a great, MLB player, you know, and then all of a sudden he's, he's going to have or has a kid that a lot of people are saying is going to be great also. And just the hype behind that and the hype who your dad is, you know, the the Blue Jays have a couple of those guys with uh, Bo Bichette. Um, yeah. Who else they have? They have the a Biggio son. The Biggio son. Yeah. They also have um, uh, another one. Uh, he played on the Marlins for a while. I can't remember his name. Um, but, yeah, they have a couple of those major league sons. So, you know, give it a couple of years. They could all be in the crazy. majors. It'd be funny. Crazy. The Jays take the lead in the fourth, but the Angels take the lead back in the fourth in the same frame. Luke Roy hit a home run, and then uh, that tied the game. And then Goodwin, homers in the eighth to give the Angels a lead. Hold down the line. Fair ball. Luke Roy will score. Bohr will score easily. Heading to third is Lestella, and Gallego's got Goodwin launches on out to right center field. Gritchick moving back to the track. That is gone. Big fly for Goody. Goody is the Fresh Prince of Orange County with that swing. And there it is. Uh, Angels with take- a little bit of extra on it. <laughs> yeah. Wrong button. Angels take the win 4-3 to three on that Goodwin go-ahead home run in the eighth. Uh, Goodwin has been a, a surprise or a godsend to the Angels because he's been filling in quite well for Upton. So, way to start off the uh, series against the Blue Jays. Like I said, a team that isn't bad. It's not a right. bad team. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a decent team. Yeah. Went in with an above 500 average going into this. It's, it's, yeah, it's like one of those series. teams that isn't necessarily trying to lose. They're just trying to make it through the season. But it's weird that, yeah, the Blue Jays are not considered a contender just because of who's in their division. Right. But they're not they're like not terrible. They're not the Chicago White Sox and the Royals yeah. and, and the Baltimore Orioles who like you know are just gonna be terrible all year long. Yeah. This is like gonna be a team that's gonna be in the middle. They're I like think. the Angels. Yeah. They're gonna be they're like the Angels light. They're gonna be in the middle the whole the whole season long, I yeah. believe. Uh so then Wednesday the Angels uh keep going against the Jays and then they have an opener game again. This time it's Luke Barr and he goes one inning, he strikes out two, and then Felix Pena goes four in a third. Giving up four hits, three earned runs, no walks, which is good. Five Ks. The Angels jumped ahead early. Uh, they tack on three in the fourth on a bases clearing double by none other than Mike Trout. Hold down the line, fair ball. Luke Roy will score. Bohr will score easily. Heading to third is Lestella, and Gallego's got the windmill working. Bases clearing double for Mike Trout. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. And Marcus wasn't worthy because that got to him, and that's it. They took him out after that. It was a quote after the game where I think Marcus Stroman said that Mike Trout is the greatest baseball player ever. Yeah. It raised it, a lot of Yeah, I mean, I mean, it takes some of these players that have played against him. They'll say that because, I mean, that's who they played against. It's hard to say otherwise. Like, he probably – he never played against Barry Bonds. He definitely never played against, you know, Babe Ruth. He never played against the Mod- – like – for guys that come out, and I don't, that's why I don't understand when they're like, oh, I can't believe he said that. It's like, well, keep played against well, yeah. Trout. It's like, obviously, that's going to have a little bit more of an impact it's on him obviously. compared to people that he might have seen growing up. But when you know I made a great pitch and he still yeah. went down the third baseline for a double, you, of course you're going to tip your hat to him. But kind of going back earlier in the game when we talk about the opener and then the follower Pena, 
Pena, and I, when we talked about it because I was texting yeah. you at, uh, when I was at the game, and Pena has great beginning stuff. Like, I think it's getting more and more obvious that I don't know if the starter's position is going to be good for him. I think he's going to be one of those guys that can get you two or three innings. He's going to be the closer. Screw yeah, it. I mean, you look at his numbers, when he's between 1 and 50 pitches, opponents are only hitting 149. But once you get past that at 51 plus pitches, the opponents are batting 357. I Ooh. mean, that's a huge, Ooh. huge jump. So it kind of shows where, you know, if, if, if he can be a two inning guy, three inning guy, that's great. But like I just said, if he hits over 50 pitches, that, that batting average opponent batting average jumps like almost 200 points or yeah. over 200 points. So, I mean, I think now you're kind of seeing more so that, when you get Haney back, maybe it's going to be Pena in the bullpen because they. Yeah. Already, I mean, it looks like they already did that with Stratton. Stratton yeah, yeah. has not made a start since you know a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So, um, he's great when he's on early, but then he just seems to really fade late in the day. Yeah, it's it's you would wish that he would go deeper, and it's just like oh man, it's just yeah. I don't know. It and, just, it's, and, I, and it's like it's it's instant. literally yeah. like him hitting yeah. the wall. You're yeah, like, oh, that it's was a, instant. That was a great inning, and then he comes out and it's and bam, he might, and then he might give up like a leadoff double, and then mm. a walk, and then a home run. Like wait, what happened? He ended the inning with like three straight strikeouts, yeah. and now he can't get the ball across. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. kind of crazy how it's a, like a cliff at that point. Yeah, the um, the Jays would cut the lead to six to three, but then that was all. The Angels went six to three. It was a good win. I like the fact that they got to one of the best pitchers in baseball yeah, and Marcus Stroman. And, and on a personal level, I don't know about you, but I kind of dig these middle-of-the-week games just because I went with my wife. It was super – and obviously there wasn't a ton of people there. Right. It was super easy getting in, super easy getting out. Yeah, it wasn't, there was not a bunch of people around us. It was just – I mean, if I didn't have to get up so damn early for work, like I'd be going to more games. Like, hey, I think I might be coming to these Wednesday and Tuesday games. I know, man. It's crazy. There's like no one there, and it's so super easy. And, and you get to like, see Mike Trout play. That's the greatest yeah. thing ever. So then on Thursday, which is yesterday, as we're recording today on a Friday on the Angels off day, the Angels uh, wrapped up the series against the Blue Jays. Tyler Skaggs took the hill again. He went six innings, gave up four runs, two earned runs, three walks, five strikeouts. The Angels get ahead in the first on Cole Calhoun's two-run home run, his eighth of the season. Three infielders on the right side with Cole at the plate. This is hit high, and this ball is hit deep into right center field. It's carrying in right center. Out of here! Cole Calhoun, home run number eight of the season. That's tops on the club. That's a two-run shot, and the Angels are on top. It's 2 nothing. And a lot like the game, I think the opener of this game, where we talked about how it's kind of like an easy kind of game, an easy kind of win for the Angels. This is kind of the same for me. This game was kind of the same. You never, yeah, you never, never really, really doubted it. Felt, yeah, You never felt really – the only time you really felt worried about it was when Skaggs um, – well, it was first for me in the um, sixth inning. When he – Was in the sixth inning because yeah. – and kind of like what we were talking about, the, the first game we talked about uh-huh. with Simmons playing the hit Yeah, I have trick. it down here in my notes. Um Simmons, I mean, they had a person on first and second. Um, uh, Skaggs jammed the guy, so it was a soft little liner, soft pop fly. Where it's easy. I mean, it's it's pretty much at Simmons, but he was smart enough to know that Skaggs is struggling. I need to get him out of this inning with one out. He lets it fall, tag second, and then he gets the other guy in a rundown mm-hmm. to get a double play and get out of the inning, which I think was super smart, knowing that his pitcher was struggling to get out of that inning and he needed to do something on the fly. Again, that was just super quick thinking to let the ball drop you know tag out the guy going from first to second and then um for our tagging out the guy going that got stuck in the middle yeah. going second to third so again simmons shows once again why he's one of the best 
defensive shortstops in the majors, two-time uh, back-to-back gold glove. He's won a platinum glove before, so um, definitely a guy that when you go to the ball game, kind of like I was saying, yeah, you get to see Mike Trout, like you said, but stuff that some of the stuff that Simmons does also is yeah. crazy, and you're always looking to see what he's going to do next time when you're at a ball game or watch a game on TV. High baseball IQ, so if you kids are listening, watch the way that man plays the game. The Angels tacked on another run on a Trout home run. Um, and the Angels sweep the Blue Jays. Yeah. Uh, final score on this one was six to two. They finished the week from our podcast to podcast at six and two, which yeah, is great. great. I'll take that yeah, all, every all, time, every week. I'll take it. So today, like we said, is an off day. They'll be in Monterrey, Mexico. Like, glad, like the way I said that. I'm, about to say, I'm glad you said it. But be- yeah. Before, before, but do you know who got the last out of the of the game yesterday? Uh, yeah, the dead man. I just had to play. I just downloaded it. Okay, we can yeah. go on now. Um. Two games in Monterrey, Mexico, and it's against the Houston Astros. So it's not going to get easy. That's Saturday and Sunday. Then three in Detroit, three in Baltimore, and three in Minnesota before coming home against Kansas City. So it's a long road trip. It's for the a Angels. super long road trip, and it doesn't. Even though technically, the the Monterey games are We're at home, they're quote unquote home games. So you know, almost a week and a half on the road. I do like the fact that they are playing uh, Detroit. I do like the fact that they're playing Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore. The you know. Um, Twins series after that is going to be a little harder, but we'll get to that when we talk yeah, about it on, on next next week's podcast. But yeah, uh, two in Monterey, uh, so we'll see how that goes. And then again, Detroit. So when we got a little news mm-hmm. working in that, so we'll just transition smoothly um, into that after after this. Yeah. So yeah, before we even before we get going, I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends. From SeatGeek, let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite games, concerts, and shows and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot makes great deals, yellow dot means okay deals, and a red dot means not so good deals. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers on the stadium on them. What are you waiting for, guys? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Hey, hey, what's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. This is Hook Vicious. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And we are back, thanks to our sponsors, of course, for 
what they do and uh, supporting us as a podcast. So support them because they support us, guys. So what what news did you want to get into there, Daniel? Yeah, so there's some news coming out today, actually, um, as the Angels have arrived in Monterrey, Mexico. I think I tried to do it, but as you can. I don't know if I did or not. But anyway, um, Otani, and I guess the big news is about Otani is that um, all points kind of uh, kind of show that he's going to be activated Tuesday when their first game is in Detroit. He did not travel with the team, so he's not in Mexico. So any thoughts of him? Racist, Why right? I know. Mexico? He probably didn't have a passport. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah I don't you're know. right. Um, but anyway, so he, it looks like right now that he will be activated Tuesday for uh, the, the series in Detroit. If not Tuesday, Osmus did say definitely, though, he will be activated sometime during this road trip. So um, the next time, like we talked about earlier, when the Angels come back home against the Royals, he will be activated and in the lineup, one will presume. So that's a little bit of news. Um, you know, another kind of injury news was um, Cody Allen did make the trip with the team to Mexico. So um, I think the first day he's eligible to come back off the IL would be Monday. So, um, roster moves are going to be coming because if he comes back the same day Otani comes back, there's going to be at least two corresponding moves are going to have to go with that. So whether it's sending out a bullpen guy down, I don't know if you send two bullpen guys down and, and who are those guys. Um, you know, Luke Bard has showed that he can be a, a, a very valuable piece coming out of that bullpen. Um, everyone really has had good times. Everyone on that bullpen has also kind of had bad times. So there's not really, I would think, one or two guys that you can pinpoint and say, okay, yeah, those guys are definitely getting sent down once we get, you know, um, Otani and Allen back. So something to look out for, something to watch um, this weekend. As the, the like you said, the Angels are in Mexico for two games against the Houston Astros. Yeah, excited, exciting news on Otani because we've talked about it on the podcast that you know himself and Upton drastically changed the the complexion of the Angels lineup. I mean, it makes it to where now maybe Trout doesn't get walked as much. He gets more sees more pitches to hit a little bit because. That lineup is more balanced. There's more guys that can drive and runs at the bottom. Not to say that Estella and, and a Goodwin haven't been stepping up, but there's a difference when yeah. you see the name Otani and Upton in your lineup. Well, Goodwin has, has been a guy that has definitely been a surprise, but he doesn't have that power threat like a Otani will or even even the Upton will because um, even though he's he is batting 341, which is awesome, he only has four home runs. Yeah. And for a team that has a handful of guys in, you know um, – pretty close to double digits or in double digits he's not a power threat but he is an on-base guy so i think he'll definitely be more beneficial once those guys get back um you know in the five six hole let those guys kind of get on base and if they're on base then he can get those guys home so um and it's only going to add depth i mean once otani gets back and then upton whenever that is but otani coming back only adds depth to a team that um, is on a roll right now and, and hopefully it can only get better and even just not just getting them back, I think the fact that the excitement behind a guy like Otani oh, yeah. brings it's a different like, thing. The, it's like one of those things where it, everyone's yeah. been waiting for since um, he had Tommy John surgery yeah. and then everyone was questioning, well, is he going to be back? And then when is he going to be back? You heard June and then you heard May and then you heard early May. And so now we're at the time of the year where it's early May and everything's kind of pointing to, um, you know, he's going to be he's going to be back and he's going to be in the lineup. Yeah, I can't wait to to see him back in there. And again, the excitement at the Big A when he comes to the plate is is only matched or passed surpassed by a guy named Mike Trot. So definitely. Um, so anyway, as we always do on our show, we have a segment, the poll question. Daniel, what's the poll question this week? 
So we talked about it a little bit when we uh, did our weekend review, but the opener, the opener seems to be a thing that angels are not going to go away with, at least not right now. They're going to keep doing it. And, and it seems like the, the Pena's and the Berea's are probably the two guys right now that they're going to do it with. So I asked on our, on our uh, Twitter, halo underscore Haven. Um, that's the way you vote every Monday. We'll put a poll question on there and it'll run till the day of the podcast. But for this week, it was really easy. It's just the opener. How do you feel about it? Um, do you want them to use it? You don't like it? Or For some people, they just don't get the, the concept behind it. So I put don't get it. Um, 76% people said use it, keep using it. 11% said they don't like it. And then 13% said, you know, they just, they just don't get it. So I'm guessing that's more why they do it. And, and, and to make it simple, I guess, would be... Um, you know, you, you put a bullpen guy out there for the first. He's taking care of and, – and it has been going. They've been taking care of one, two, three the yeah, whole way through. Now you any. now you give that um, – the follower who would normally be a starter um, less, time. Less time to see the – Right. You give, you, give them, you give them time to kind of get in a rhythm going against the bottom part of the lineup. They're not so – you know, they're still trying to find a rhythm normally in the beginning of the game and maybe uh, the number two hitter, number three hitter can jump on something like that. Now you give them time to get in a rhythm – um, before they come back up again, and and it's and it's been really well. I mean, besides the one time that the Jaime got kind of lit up by it, but right. um, the the Angels have used four openers this year, and all four have thrown scoreless innings. So uh, Cam's done it twice, Robles has done it once, and then uh, Luke Bard had you know did it this week. Yeah. So obviously the beginning part of it has has worked. It's just the the following guys behind it hasn't always worked but for the most part it's been a very productive yeah. uh, part of the angel strategy that's you know not so new to baseball in general but definitely new to the angels i like it i don't mind it actually the other day when bard i, I would like to have seen him gone out there for another inning because he he only threw like eight nine pitches yeah. But that's, yeah that's the only thing though if you tell the guy coming into the game hey he's doing he's starting and you're coming in the second how do you mess with him now because because for people that go to the game or don't know go to the game that follower, quote unquote follower, that's normally a starter. He's already in the bullpen yeah, doing true. his pregame warmups yeah. while the game's going on because yeah. now his timing kind of has to match up. So if you were to tell him, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wait, this guy only threw nine pitches," now are you messing with his warmup? Now you messing with his head? Now it's kind of like, uh, you're right. You probably could go another inning with Bard, but then you're gonna have to worry about messing this guy up in the yeah. back end, and then he comes out has Freaking a bad wusses. inning. Yeah, wusses. <laughs> so. Um, so we'll we'll see how that goes, but so far it's been really really productive. It's been really really good for the Angels, and um, definitely something I think you would see um, going forward, especially with with like a Jaime. Looks like so far, let him kind of develop more. Um, let um, you know, kind of we were talking about with with Pena. Um, I don't think you do it against. I don't think you do it for the older guys. I think those guys kind of guys are kind of set in their ways. Um, one thing I'm interested in seeing how it's going to play out, and I don't know how how what their ideas are or anything like that, but one thing I'm kind of wondering is how they're going to do that or if they're going to do that with someone like a Griffin Canning. He's younger. Um, he doesn't necessarily have the quote-unquote cliche to be like um, cache, I mean, to be like, no, I'm going to start this game. Now, I understand why they did it in Anaheim. You mm-hmm. want to give him that kind of you're in the big leagues, everyone's there seeing you. You want him to have that, but as time goes on, um, if you want to kind of ease him into it, you know, obviously, I don't think for these young guys, Jaime included, I don't think this is going to be something that's going to follow them around for their career, but early on, development-wise, let him 
get used to the big league mound. Let him get used to these these big league hitters and, and see where it goes from there. So I'm interested to see if they do that with him at all. I'm I'm not sure if, if that's in the in the works right now at all. I think right now I think they're gonna I think he'll start and get him get him his uh his innings that way. Unless unless uh I don't know. I think situations depend on like what happened on games before stuff like that, like how how tax the bullpen was right. the day before or whatever. But um, I guess when the time comes, we'll see. Let's get into another segment of our show where we do email questions, and you can email the show at allangelspodcast at gmail dot com. That's allangelspodcast at gmail dot com. That's where Lamar Washington sent his email, and he said, "What's good, fellas? Angels looking good, but it helps that they're playing the Royals, Blue and Blue J- Royals." Blue Jays aren't bad team, so happy with the sweep. What did you guys think of Canning's debut? I like what I saw. Future is bright. What did you What did you like about Griffin Canning's debut? I like he came out. He threw strikes. He, um, like you said, he got a lot of strikeouts early, which was good. Um, but at the same time, we've talked about before, when you have so many strikeouts, that tends to raise your pitch count up quite a bit. So um, only in getting getting into the fifth inning, not able to get out of the fifth inning, is something that. You know, it, it was okay. The, the debut was good. I wouldn't say it was, like, tremendously great. No. It was good. It, um, I like what I saw. It liked, you like what he saw. You like he went 82 pitches. You like the fact that he did that. Um, you know, swing and miss was great. But, again, same time, strikeouts are awesome. But you kind of worry about the pitch count and with the staff that has trouble getting in the late in the innings or something like that. But, definitely, I agree with Lamar. Future is bright. Um, Pitching-wise, um, another pitcher that's in their top 30 um, – uh, Sandoval got called up to Triple yeah, A, Triple A today. So again, that's a guy moving up in the in the in the minor league system that hopefully the Angels can depend on um, down the road. Maybe not this year, but definitely next year for sure. Yeah. Um, next email comes from Lauren Cod, and she says, "Hey, hey, sweep them Jays. Did you guys hear the nice ovation Vladdy Junior got? I love that. Make I love that. That makes me happy. Yeah, you talked about it when yeah. we, we mentioned. And, and even though, even when I went to the game on 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 Wednesday, again there wasn't as many people. There wasn't a giveaway like there was on Tuesday. Canning wasn't making his debut, but there was still a good amount of people um, there that gave him, you know, a good applause when he came up. It was real quick, like you know, kind of thank you kind of deal, and and, and glad you're here, and then. You know, it kind of went back to business. There wasn't uh, a tremendous ovation. But, again, you know, Vladdy Jr., kind of the respect they had for his dad. And him. there was that video floating around, like, right before mm-hmm. um, the series where him and his dad, it looks like at the All-Star game, yeah. he's holding a bat that literally looked the same height as yeah. he did. And he was kind of wheeling it around like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with it. But uh, and then he'd start swinging with it. And, and that was pretty cool seeing it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was telling my son, I was like, I low-key wanted him to get a home run. Dude, I was there Wednesday. He almost got one. Yeah. It, it was morning track, and I was like, oh, is this going to be the day where uh, Vlad gets his first home run at, at Angel Stadium? But the 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 famous marine layer yeah. kind of held that in because off the marine bat. layer wall. Yeah, because off the bat, it looked really good. But, yeah, it seemed like it hit that marine layer wall. Next email comes from Edward Vizcaino, and he says, hey, guys, how impressive is Goodwin? I know you guys were talking about him taking boards as a spot, but what about even getting him into the lineup, maybe making him move? making a move to Ryfield if Cole uh, has another really tough streak. What do you think about that? I think that's a, it's a lot of time to have. I mean, Upton's not even really running around yet. That's the thing. Like, Upton's not close. So I don't think yeah. the Angels feel any kind of pressure to make that kind of decision. Um, Goodwin can, can cool off and, and Cole can catch fire again, you know, or vice versa. So it's really hard to determine what they're going to do now because – you know, it'd be different if Upton's taking bats. If 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 
if Upton's in a rehab assignment and they have to make a decision within the next week. But as of right now, I think it's way too soon to tell. But like, like I said earlier, Cole has more home runs, more RBIs, but Goodwin has a lot better average. So I guess at the time it's going to be what do the angels need most at that time. But I can definitely see kind of maybe a, a, a platoon kind of deal, but then they're both, they're both lefties. So I don't know how you would platoon the it. The only thing that they, he can do is the only position he could ever move to would be somewhere else in the outfield or first base and first base ain't going to happen because you got Bohr you got Pujols there and then Otani coming off he, Otani needs to play DH so right. being a lefty kind of doesn't play and, and the only thing again if 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 Goodwin comes down a little bit and, and Cole goes up a little bit and where their numbers kind of even out I think you give it to Cole just because defensively he's ton, oh, yeah, he's, a, he's, he's a lot better defensively yeah. than 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 uh, Goodwin is. So, again, it's going to depend on where they're at at the time. But if, if everything kind of equals out where Cole comes up a little bit, maybe Goodwin comes down a little bit, it's going to come down to that defense. And, and kind of like we were saying with Simmons earlier, defense can save you runs just yeah. as much as a home run can. So yeah. um, you probably would give the the the, the nod to a, a Cole, even when he maybe struggles a little bit at the plate. Uh, next email comes from Duncan Healy, and he says, Guys, what is up? Angels looking good, but we got Houston and in Mexico. Luckily, it's only, I think, only two, but yeah. a long road trip. Well, I hope they continue to play well. Can we? When can we expect Otani on this roadie? You, you mentioned yeah, you it. Mentioned it. Yeah, a lot of people are saying Tuesday. They haven't said that as a hard date, but uh, Tuesday definitely looks like what we're looking at. If not, it's definitely going to be on the road at some point. So I'm thinking it's going to be Detroit, you know, maybe not Tuesday, yeah. maybe Wednesday, but I, I, I truly believe it's going to be Tuesday when, when we see him. Really can't wait to see him. And another email from Edward Vizcaino. He double dipped this time. Uh, he said, loving Robles. Is it possible that even when Allen returns that Robles becomes the closer? See, I, perfect. Thank yeah, you, Edward. We're able go. to play it again. What do you think? I, I no, it ro- it's funny though. Cause Allen was already taken out of that closure spot before he went on the IL. So I don't, believe I don't have any reason why to believe that he will be back and be in a closing role I think um, he's going to kind of have to earn that now whether um, you put him as an eighth inning guy or maybe as just a seven six inning in the mix guy um, I really like what the Angels have right now with 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 like uh, Buttry in the eighth and in the ninth um, the taker I, I, I like that it seems to be working out really really well Cody Allen maybe throw him out there as an opener you know get three because his deal was, was was getting people out, and maybe you throw them out there. Here, you don't have time to think about it. You're just out there. Go play, and you're playing against the top of the lineup, so it's not against seven, mm-hmm. eight, nine. So these are going to be legit guys that he's going to have to go up against. Maybe that helps his confidence. Maybe that helps him kind of get um, more of a rhythm. Because if he can be that closing quality guy, that's only going to help the Angels when you have a Robles, a, an Allen, a Buttry, a Middleton coming back. Garcia's not having a bad year at all. Cam, I, like, I really like Garcia's stuff. Yeah. And Cam's having a, a, a much, much, much better really year than good. last year. This time last year, everyone was ready to DFA him. So uh, He's been uh, one of our best pitchers out of the bullpen. Exactly. So, again, I don't think he gets that job when he comes back. Can he earn it back? Yeah, definitely. But I think until he proves otherwise, he has the job. Uh, Burke on Instagram says, can we have a serious talk about Boar? What do you want to know? <laughs> uh, Boar's it's funny, though. Boar's like one of those – in between guys like he can either kill it and and like you like when we did the review kill these balls i mean these balls are flying but it just seems like he's not um consistent enough and with otani coming back 
you know, someone has to play first base, and it's going to be Albert, it looks like, more most of the time. And then yeah. what do you do with Boris? He's going to be a backup, and maybe you platoon him. Maybe at that point it becomes a true uh, platoon between lefty and righty. Um, I don't know, but uh, it, it definitely is something that has to be looked at, especially if Bor keeps on struggling the way he has. And and to me, it's we're about a month in still, and I think it's still real early to kind of let a guy go and just DFA him because he's not doing good in one month. Yeah, I mean, he has yeah. had some major, you know, brain farts, I guess. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So he his rope is getting shorter, I will say that. I, I don't think he's on the same kind of... Um, leash he was, I say, at the beginning of the year because they wanted to see what they had with him, knowing that Otani was going to be out, knowing that him and Pujols were, were going to be DH first baseman combos the whole beginning of the season. And I'm sure the Angels aren't thrilled with what they have or what they've seen. Um, so I, I think the leash is getting a bit longer. I don't know if you, I mean, you can DFA him, I guess. I mean, he ha- it wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. Um, but uh, you just really have to hope whoever that next first baseman is and if it's dice then great if not i don't i don't know do you make a position switch with someone already on the roster i mean fletcher has already mastered seems like every position underneath the sun except catcher do you put him now he's a third catcher too yeah oh yeah Yeah. so he technically has mastered it wow so yeah do you make him the the alternate first baseman do you give it to la stella is he can he can he play first base that's the kind of stuff that they're going to have to figure out before. Good way to learn how to play first right, base. Exactly. So those are the kind of things they're going to need to figure out before they decide to DFA him because I don't think Dice is ready, and I don't think they want to bring up Dice to kind of just chill and and, and, and maybe get 60 70% uh, on the bench when Albert's playing first. So Burke said, I would like to trade him for a bag of peanuts. Salted or non-salted? <laughs> so, so before we go anymore, uh, I put out a question about the Monterey um, – in the Angels on Monterey, I just kind of asked what people's what people thought about it. Um, some people said they loved it. Um, others, you know, I, 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 what do you think about it? I, I, the only thing I don't like, uh, wow, the only thing I don't like is the fact that they have to like consider like this is considered a home series, so it kind of takes away two games at home where they could be at home resting and 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 you know taking a At break home. yeah rather than fly to mexico and play but i like the concept of you know our brand the angels being shown to the people in mexico because right. all you see in mexico really and i'm mexican i've been over there i have family that live really close uh mexican, dodger hats American. yeah dodger hats and yankee hats and that's it and we have the greatest player on the planet and i'm sure they know who he is but they don't know much about the angels so to be when I would go with my angel stuff, they would ask me, "Oh, you know, what, what team is that? Oh, they wait, they play where now, you know?" <laughs> and it's kind of sad. So I like the fact that they're able to go and play, and we are we're able to see them in another country, and that's always pretty cool too. So I'm more like seventy five, twenty five, where seventy five I like it, twenty five I don't. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, all, and all, it's a good experience for the brand and 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 for for Major League Baseball. Yeah, I, I was kind of, and we're on Instagram Live right now, so I'm kind of cycling through some of the comments people have said throughout the day. Um, you know, one of them said, uh, I'm kind of, not shocked, but it was kind of interesting. 
the guy said that the Astros should have been the designated home team, which I, at this point, it doesn't really matter. I was more surprised to kind of keep it even. They didn't do like a one and one. one, one. one. I thought that's what they were going to do. Yeah, to so one home against for Astros, one home against, against for the Angels. You still kind of keep the same amount of home games between the two. You know what? That um, works in the Angels' favor, though, because if we go to extra innings, the Angels can just walk off and win it. Right. The only thing so you, you would, get the last at-bats. The only bats. thing you would have to worry about um, is the fact that um, – you take two home games away from um, them, maybe down the line. Maybe right. maybe you'd rather have those home games in in August, actually at Angel Stadium. So, um, you know, and it does kind of prolong their uh, their road trip, even yeah, though it like, it's, it's home. Um, you know, but I, I from like again, I'm just I'm cycling through it on Instagram and all that stuff. So um, it seems honestly like a. Um, kind of like a mixed bag like some people love it some people hate it um so it's just you know very mixed um wow as a season ticket holder they had to pay for those tickets Hmm. so even if you had no plans on going that 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 sucks even if you have no plans on going to mexico for those two games it still was part of your season ticket plan and you had to pay for it. It's crazy. In all honesty, I um, I well, last year when they announced it, I had aspirations of going because I have family that lives right there. They live twenty minutes from the stadium, and I had a place to stay, but uh, it didn't happen. Uh, bought a house, getting married, got to save the money. So yeah, I was gonna yeah. get season tickets last year. We we're saving for it, and then yeah, I did the same thing. I got got engaged, got married, and there went that. So now <laughs> now we're starting from scratch. So uh, maybe in a couple of years, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. That's stuff that behind it that you don't really think about. Like as 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 guys that just go to the game once in a while, you just don't realize the season ticket struggle. But yeah. I, I would take that and get season tickets. But I understand where they're coming from with that. But I thought it was interesting. I put that up on Instagram just to kind of see how everyone was thinking about it, and 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 because it's something different. Like you said, it's cool to kind of have a representation nation or, or nationally now. So. Um, you know, now maybe Mexico can see Mike Trout and maybe, yeah. and, and, and I heard too, some complaints that the tickets were so much money going down there, which to me, it's like, it's not, or it was hard to get tickets. I should say it, it's not about, you know, the Californians or the Texans going down there and seeing their team play to me. It's more about letting the, the Mexicans or whoever, you know, the, the, the people that live down there to see a game and grow it that way. Cause yeah. You know, I don't think MLB's idea was, oh, let's put these teams in Mexico, let people come down and have one big party. Yeah. It's like, no, we're playing it down there to show off our talent to these kids down there that mm-hmm. are playing soccer, but maybe they want to play baseball also or, and, and grow it that way. So I think yeah. that's a real cool way. And for people that were complaining, like, I can't get tickets, tickets are expensive, like, ah, so what? Go to an Angel game. What about that? Go to yeah. an Angel game. Or, or spend that money you have spent going to Mexico, spend it to go see the Angels in Seattle. Go see them play in, you know, um, Texas. Go see them play anywhere else, Oakland, whatever. But, I mean, just because you can't get the Mexico. I don't know about Oakland, but. <laughs> but, I mean, if you're one of those people that wants to just kind of knock things off your list and be yeah. like, oh, I want to go see this team here, this team there, I think that's a, that's a, that's a place that, unfortunately, you would have to go, go to. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean – it should be fun. It'll be just fun to watch him play somewhere else. I think it's pretty cool. And yeah. a place that you don't normally, you were not, you we are used to seeing seeing them everywhere now. You know, we, we right. watch all the road games. We know mm-hmm. every stadium, so it's gonna be a whole different stadium. It's like and then, cool and, and, and what I mentioned, they talked about a little bit after the end of the game last night is elevation. Yeah, and for yeah. a team like the Angels have that have been having trouble keeping the ball down and in the ballpark, 
getting you know elevation kind of scares you and you have Cahill and Harvey starting the two games Harvey coming off that great start you know but Cahill this is the Astros too though yeah and 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 Cahill not coming off such a great start um you kind of you're worried about that a little bit and you kind of hope that um they're able to keep it close and maybe like you said maybe because the angels are home maybe they can make up for it in the bottom mm-hmm. of the ninth have some kind of a walk-off have some excitement there but i'm really interested to see to the atmosphere yeah because anyone anyone that's watched the world baseball classic whether it was in um miami and you had a lot of like cuban and yeah and, and dominican kind of representation mm-hmm. there and it was and the stadium was on fire, man. It was like you had music, you had drums, you yeah. had people that just had these chants, and it was going. I wonder um, if you're going to get a little bit of that, a little bit of a soccer kind of feel. I'm sure, you, with... I'm sure that it'll be a good crowd because, A, you have Mike Trout, mm-hmm. and then, B, you have uh, Altuve, Correa, right. Bregman. You have the Astros there. Yeah. So it's not just the Angels and the Brewers or the Angels and yeah. the Reds, right? You know, it's the Angels and the Astros. So you got Mike Trout against the Astros. So right, so that should be should, should be good. But, uh, all right, well, I think that's going to do it unless you have anything else. Yeah, so just one one more thing to get to. Um, next week, we will have, because people have been asking, we will have a, an announcement next week on the podcast on when the next time you'll be able to see the uh, rally bus, where and when, and all that kind of information. So um, we're trying to, to lock down some details right now, but we will definitely have an announcement for you next week. Uh, next week's podcast um, as far as where it's going to be and how you can see it and, and all that stuff. So um, we've been getting a lot of questions about that. When is it going to make out the Angel Stadium? When is it going to make it out to, you know, people asking us to go to Little League games and stuff like that. So um, we will definitely have an announcement. We've, next we've all been really busy with our schedules. I haven't been really busy at all. No, you're but... going to games, man. You're going to <laughs> Angels games. Um, so you're busy. Um, Chris, just, he was on a European vacation. Now um, he has to go to prom. Now he's he's a, well, he's at prom he, and he's, well he's at what call he's not at prom he's a chaperone chaperone uh, shaping he, the life shaping the youth of America. Um, and then myself, I and then Chris and myself are on a vintage baseball team that takes up our weekends, pretty much. And so we got all that stuff going. It's been really hard, but I think it's all going to start to kind of die down a little bit now that now that Chris doesn't have school to work worry right. about. Um, the return of the Curators Chronicles. So we should be able to keep it going. And it would have been, you know what? It would have been a really good week this week for him to come yeah. on. Yeah. Being that, what was it? Yesterday was the anniversary, or was it Wednesday? The Weaver no hitter. Yes, or the second, whatever that is. Yeah. So that was a couple. Yeah, yesterday. That was okay. yesterday. So that been really cool to have him on and talk about that. But um, there's a little impromptu Curators Chronicles. Jared Weaver threw a no hitter. Uh, what was it? Yesterday. Yes. Or five years ago. Five years ago. Yesterday. Something so like there that. you go. Curators Chronicles <laughs> against the Twins, right? Yeah. 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 All right. So that's going to wrap it up. Again, if you guys will have any questions, comments, or concerns for the show, email us at allangelspodcast at gmail dot com. That's allangelspodcast at gmail dot com. That's it. Yeah. Again. Uh, Halo underscore Haven on Instagram and on Twitter. So um, if you're following us on Instagram, obviously you see it, but also go follow us on Twitter. It's all the same. Halo underscore Haven. And uh, Hi, Bryce. we'll be back next week. But listen, uh, follow us to figure out what day because we're not sure about that. Yeah. All right. You guys have a great rest of your week. You listen to another edition of the All Angels Podcast. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. 
We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, 
propels us forward and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts.